Welcome to episode 128 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to episode 128 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Arms. How you going, mate? Good. Summer's here. It's great. You're saying you're pretty excited because the bathroom's done, mate? Yeah, bathroom's done. Bathroom's done. Yeah, yeah. Made an offer on a house. Made an offer. Back it up. It's all happening. Oh, uh, you'll be my neighbour. You're going to be closer to me or further close, away? Closer to you. Oh. Yeah, probably about a K, two Ks closer oh, to you. I'm about to pop over all the time. Oh, got four bedrooms, spare bedrooms. Oh, I'll we'll stay the night as well. Yeah, look after Thomas. Oh, actually, I won't be staying the night. <laughs> Iron Man Talk is proudly brought to you by... CoffeeSafari.com For all your coffee needs. Athlinks.com For all the other needs. And TryBuys.com For all the social needs. It's a big week this week. Actually, it's not a very big week, is it? You don't go to TryBuys for social needs. No, no. Didn't I say... You say Athlinks at the end? No, I said TryBuys at the end. You go, to, you go to try buys for your shopping needs. Yes. Oh, don't get it the wrong way, did I? I think you did. Okay. The listeners will know. They'll, they'll know. I'm going to double check because last time I got it wrong. So, <laughs> uh, so this week we've got news coming up. We've got a high five, which is quite a funny high five. That's a good one. Uh, we've got website of the week. And we have an interview with a guy called Michael Hennessy. Now, Michael Hennessy is going for the world record in the most amount of Iron Man in one year. And he's an amazing man. It's, it's a really good interview. But he's doing it for... Uh, trisomy. Trisomy, which is a basically... Well, he talks about the condition in the interview. So... Uh, man, what an awesome guy, eh? Yeah, a lot of racing. Yeah, man. So uh, we've got a few questions at the end, so let's get straight into it. So we had a few races on last weekend. Well, actually, we had Bugger All, didn't we, Jumbo? We did. We had the Red Man. The Red Man. And good old Chris, how do you say that one? Well, we should know because we just got told before, but I think it's probably Arthas, Chris Arthas. He finished in 9.49, a victory by about 15 minutes. And we love Chris because he's an Iron Man Talk listener because he actually recommended to Michael that he approaches us about the interview. Yeah. So. And he's also got a coaching business, so yeah. you'll, you'll hear the name of that uh, yeah, so feel free to support him. It's all good. John doesn't need any more. <laughs> and I'm all right at the moment. Second place was Ariel Martinez in 10.04, and third was Eric Walker in 10.08. And the guild side of things... Kimberly Gorgan. Gorgan. Yep. 10.39. A victory by one hour and one minute. Nice. Dominating the dojo. Christina Martin in second in 11.40. And then another almost hour back to Sarah Underwood in 12.34. So um, Michael had some really good things to say about the race. He said it was uh, Almost one of the best ones, eh? Yeah. Of the year. Third, third one. They've got a, a half option, a full option, uh, an aqua bike, a half aqua bike. They had 115 finishes in the full, full line. They had about... Uh, click on that half iron button there. Oh man, you're making me work for money. There we Here are. we go. Yeah, they had 318 in the half iron, and then they had quite a few other options. Um, so it's all good, really. Um, sounds like a good event. Support it. It's. In, uh, he was amazed of how well it was organised for the third year mm. of a race. So yeah, o- Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. We only had 170.3 on this weekend, and uh, what's which was it? The Cancun. Cancun, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. So they're going to have uh, that Ironman down that way uh, next year. Uh, Chris Lee was first, 4.01. Oscar Galinde is second, 4.03. And Chris actually managed to outrun Oscar. It's nice. Yeah, He's normally, so. Chris is normally the sort of dominator on the bike, so the fact that he got off and ran well was, was good. Both of them are heading to Florida for Clearwater, so it's going to ah. be a good race, isn't it, Clearwater? 
It's going to be an interesting race. I think you know, more and more good guys seem to be wanting to go there, and so I can I can see that bunch being getting bigger and bigger. So Chris Lee's bombed out there most of the time because he's not a fantastic swimmer, but you're going to uh, have okay. you're going to have like Terenzo. You're going to have the good swimmers Terenzo. You probably have Craig um, uh, Craig Alexander. Yeah. You have a bunch of other good swimmers. You probably have a few guys. Stepping. But is Craig doing Kona with it? Yep. So he probably won't quite be there, but yeah. you have a few probably ITU guys sort of uh, trying to step up and maybe yeah. doing it. So I think it could be could come down to a real runners race. So if, if Chris Lee can get there in the swim, he could be a threat. But uh, I think one of the runners will probably take it out. On the girls' side of things, we had Kim Lofter take it out pretty convincingly in four thirty-three. And she's actually using this for prep for Kona, so oh, mm. getting getting close. Yeah. How many weeks are we? Maybe maybe five five to go. Yep. Caroline Smith was second, 4.44, and rightio, here we go. Diana Gomez Torado was third in 4.46. Who was third on the guys' side of things, Bevan? Uh, Igor Aumeliefelenses-Bonsingsiang. <laughs> we have got a few listeners in Mexico, so Igor could be one of them. Because yeah. I remember I sent a bike jersey to Mexico, so... Very good. Oh, so, I first have an email from an overseas listener was a guy from Mexico. Was it? Yeah. Oh, very it good. blew my mind. I remember, geez, I've got more than mum and dad listening. Yeah. Oh, that was a big day in my life. Coming out this weekend, we've got a couple of races. John, what's the first one? Can no, you read that? You tell me what the first one is, Bevan, because... Uh, oh, no, I've got the bigger one. Because no, John... No, oh, okay. Uh, what is it? Uh, Chespica Man. Oh, you did quite well there, actually. Yeah, you've, you've been doing your research. No, no, just, you know, it's how I roll. I've got a guy that I coach who's doing the aqua bike option there, and um, apparently we balls the name up every year when we pronounce it. So, oh. Um, but I think you got pretty right there. I think it is a Chespica Man. Okay. Chespic, so well done. Last year, I think we really said something completely different. So. Well, would that be a first? <laughs> yeah, they've got, a, uh, they've got an iron distance there. They've got an aqua velo option. Uh, I think they've got a half option as well, so good luck to everybody doing that race. We've got Nextera, um, Iron Trail. Exterior Catalonia in Spain. So um, K226 had this race date on there for this weekend, but I went to the website and it was all a bit confusing because it was a bit, a bit of Span- in Spanish. But uh, it's a off-road triathlon, off-road Ironman. I think it's. No, it's just one that goes overnight because we got an email from a guy. Actually, let me have a look. I got an email from. Uh, that could be where I got confused. Because uh, Joshua, I can't remember his last name. Joshua sent us through an email this week saying, "Give me a couple of night races." Because remember, ages ago, Glenn's idea yeah. about the night races, and there are actually a couple exterior races that are going overnight. And so, oh. well, with this really one cool. here, where, where it confused me is it looked like something might have been cancelled, and it had something about a night race being cancelled. So oh. maybe it's on. But doing a, an iron distance race on a mountain bike would be hard work. It does say that it's pretty flat and fast and yeah. quite scenic, but still. Um, it's going to be a long day more uncomfortable than being on a road bike. Although well, the, the bikes are more suspension yeah. and stuff. That's true. Yeah. I don't do a lot of mountain bike riding. Like WTC selling out, ITU have signed up for French Sports Marketing Company to revamp the World Cup to more major events. You don't like this, do you, John? No, I think it's good. This oh, one, okay. um, because uh, with the uh, the reason we've got ITU news in here is because we're, we're a bit thin on That's content. That's pretty much the news, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we had, obviously, WTC selling out to the private equity firm recently and... I'm a little, you know, I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm also always a little bit skeptical with WTC about how that's going to sort of pan out. But what the ITU have done is, uh, I think they've done some well, really good. Well, actually, steps. if you listen to the interview with Michael later on, 
Mm. Yeah, you'd be a little bit disappointed in WGC, won't you? Mm. Mm. Anyway. But anyway, ITU have signed up with a French uh, sports sort of management marketing company and they're going to completely revamp how the World Cup is run. Uh, previously, they have around about 15-odd, maybe up to 20 World Cup rounds all, all around in all different corners of the world. And the field's a little bit like the Ironman races. They're a bit thin at some of them, you know. And, and uh, Is this what, just for pros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even at the elite level, you know, you've got your, maybe your 10, 15 real rock stars. Yeah. And uh, there's time... Only times when they really all come together as a world champs, uh, the big, big money races yep. in America and, and at the Olympics. What they're doing with the World Cup is they're completely changing it. It's going to be, I can't remember if it's either six or eight or nine or something like that, what they're calling world championship races, which is a little bit misleading, but the concept I think is great. There's going to be more money at these races and they're going to be like the Grand Slam ones. Yep. So they're doing what we've suggested all along that the, that the WTC should do, having big races, big money, and they're going to get all the big guns together. And uh, so I think they're onto a really good thing, and they're also teamed up with a, a, a company that has shown a really successful track record in terms of taking sports to the next level. They also, uh, this company already runs the Hamburg ITU World Cup race, which is massive, apparently. Really? Massive spectators, um, huge participation races. So I think ITU uh, are heading in the right direction. They, uh, I don't think they've signed up a title sponsor yet, uh, but uh, they're heading in the right direction. Well, more exposure is obviously going to attract sponsors, isn't it? So it's mm-hmm. a good thing. And it's also mm-hmm. a good thing for Ironman, isn't it? Because any exposure for triathlon exactly. opens up people's idea to doing an Ironman, doesn't yeah. it? And that's, uh, that's how people People usually get into the sport to start with the shorter ones and then sort of work their yeah. way out for most people. The three-year plan, John. Exactly. Yeah. Have you got a name for it? You should no, make up could, a name. could come up with something. Yeah. yeah. You have to have your name in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Newson, three-year to success. No, no, I can come up with something better than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can. Bike Tuesdays are coming out pretty soon, 15th of October is when you need to Cut get your orders day. in. Yep. We're getting lots and lots of orders. Um so send us through an email if you want to get one, which is great. Uh, there's a slight design change, which you'll find out uh, when you order. So Exactly. Yeah, Got to order it to it's, find it's out. It's an insider-only kind of thing. <laughs> Got an email through this week, John. Yes. By a guy called Jake. Yeah. Who carries a snake. Does he? He's not dead. Is he not dead? <laughs> no. Who died there? I, thought, I was sure I read somewhere that he died. <laughs> no, he's not dead. We've got some emails from quite a few listeners saying that <laughs> snake isn't dead. One of those guys that was in that era. Yeah, no, he, he went wayward. Yeah. And he definitely went into the drugs. Okay. And then, uh, and it was quite ironic, really, because then the, the next day I was on YouTube, and on the main page of YouTube, they had uh, him fighting at a local event, and he was, he was an abysmal wreck, you know, like he's oh, kind really? of passed it big time. Yeah. Yeah, but Jake Snake's still alive. Uh, so, I think you're Macho Mike, Mike Man's still around, too. Macho Man's still around. The Ultimate Warrior. Well, the Ultimate Warrior is now like a motivational speaker. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he's still got the big mullet? Here. No, no, he's like quite serious. He goes to businesses and does the, you know, and yeah, oh, so. People who didn't watch w, uh, WWF don't know what the hell we're oh, talking about. Well, they missed out on life, I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're a boy. Oh, did I tell you about how they were at the gym not so long ago? Yes, you did. Oh, that was fantastic. Okay, so last week we had our discussion of the week, and our discussion of the week was Jombo. The world is becoming an increasingly PC world, and we're not oh, talking about computers. No, because it's becoming more Mac in that way. Yeah, and uh, we're wondering what PC things have happened to you when you've been at races, and if there's you know, any stupid things that have happened. So we've got a few responses there. Yeah, and it's taken forever to come up. So you... it's your internet connection. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> you tell me, let's do our talking while you do this. And let's pause, and we'll wait for it to come uh, up. We're going to pause. You don't like pausing, but... I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, we'll hit pause. pause right now.
our world, it was a long pause, but in your world, it's instant. Exactly. That's the great thing about pausing. It's like it's better than radio. I know, I like it. Because if we pause in radio, it would have sounded really bad. Pre-recording is what you do in radio. That's what I get. Oh, I see. So it comes across as a live feed, but it's yeah, not. it's not. Oh, John, what's happening out there in the field? <laughs> oh, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the PC world. Now, I actually did some P's earlier on. I'm going to start with Cat. Uh, when they cancelled Ironman New Zealand in 2006 because of the pathetic breeze along the waterfront, apparently it was too choppy to swim. Okay, maybe they did get over this one. Um, but it's a non-triathlon related one when she was teaching aerobics. I didn't actually know she taught aerobics. I'm loving that. Okay, I'll catch up with Kat this week, actually. Mm-hmm. I got a complaint by a participant about using the name of the Lord in vain and got asked to watch my language. Jesus Christ, what happened to the freedom of speech, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, good. I think... This is probably one of the major frustrations. I don't know whether this is PC or not, but they're getting softer and softer in terms of putting races on when there's a little ripple in the water or things mm. like that. Fully understand when it's an entry-level participation race, yep. got to totally. do that sort of things. But when it comes to... Although uh, that one, they should have pulled off, eh? What did you... Well, no, the, the, yeah, they couldn't have swum, I don't think. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And I don't think they could have got, got away with that. But how the hell can you go out and do a 90k bike and a 21k run yeah. when... Why can't you go out and do 180 yeah. and 42? Yeah. You know, they could have yeah. just made it totally. like that. So that was disappointing, and, and I have a major issue with... Um, do you want to do that one? Yeah. Now, this, this, guy, this guy was our winner of the T-shirt last week, the Art, oh, of, Art of Try T-shirt. So, discussion of the week is brought to you by Art of Try. And actually, I'm going to give Art of Try a big plug here because we had Art of Try and Nick Rose sent one the T-shirt a few weeks ago and he sent me through an email today saying that just absolutely awesome, everything about them. Toby was really great to deal with. I uh, mm-hmm. love the top. You know, really recommends getting on there and buying it. He went to, he was going to Wisconsin and he wanted to wear, try to wear the Art of yeah. Try T-shirt And so Wisconsin. Toby made sure he got it to him. Yeah, so it was good stuff. So oh, I love your work, Toby. Yeah. Love your work. But, uh, yeah, so Steve Lord, who won the T-shirt last week for Fastest Transition at... Oh, it's Steve Lord. Madman Steve, we're going to call him. Madman Steve. Madman Steve. He popped me an email saying, um, because we were famous for for our peeing on the bike episode, and he said that in Ironman Germany this year at the briefing, they informed anyone caught peeing on the bike would get a penalty. Apparently that had complaints because it it often blew into other competitors' face. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, you're not meant to drink it, and it is sterile. <laughs> well, Fegan then replied saying, well, surely they were drafting. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's a strategy, isn't it, John? It is a strategy. That was one of the tips. And how the hell do you police peeing on the bike? That's right. You, do, what do you, do you give every competitor a clothes peg. That's right. You've got to put, for the guy, I don't know what they do with the girls, but guys got to have a clothes peg, and if you need to go to the toilet, you need to pull over. I've got my clothes peg here, may I pull into the pillow? But come on, I mean, that's just ridiculous. The Germans do have funny rules, like they're also they're not wearing your number belt under your underneath your wetsuit. Well, that was going to be one of my ones that I brought up as... You've got to have rules, you know. You've got to, yeah, you've got to yeah. have rules, but the rules are. Yeah. I, I tried Just thinking that one through, and I couldn't understand why you couldn't have your race number. Yeah. On. It was and, uh, just weird, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was beyond me that one. Just on the ping on the bike, Richard Boldman actually sent me through an, an email this morning asking because he lost fifteen minutes in Ironman UK because oh. he stopped and peed. Yeah. And he's wondering the ping on the bike episode. Now I can't remember which episode it was. 
And if anyone can remember which episode it was, can you send me through an email and I'll let Richard know? It was probably the first year, I think. Oh, it was definitely the first year. It was probably within the first 20 episodes, but um, I can't really actually recall exactly when that was. So, Steve, yeah, how they're going to police that one, I don't know, and I think that is taking political correctness to the extreme. Yep. uh, And if they are that close that they're getting peed on, then they are too close. Gary Fegan got kicked out of the females' showers in Ironman, Switzerland. (laughs) 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 Thankfully, I finished washing. Uh, Didn't realise that was the Geely showers, and there weren't any in there, so... So I wasn't the only bloke in there as well. Maybe the cook chicks, <laughs> if the cook chicks had been in there, wouldn't and, have been a problem. And another one here, Stephen Lord followed on from there. Oh, here we go. And was saying that you know, in a lot of the Euro races, how nudity is not that big a deal. No, uh, I remember last year, and this year it wasn't so bad, but last year there was diddles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, mean, I felt like I, I felt bad for having my pants on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I agree with Steve, what's a big deal? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's got one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. We're actually doing it naked right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good stuff there. Yeah. Oh, the, the one thing I do like about the European races is the showers. Did you have a shower at the end of the road? I wasn't moving anywhere. Oh. I, I was on the medical tent for quite some time. Man, I had, a, I had like a 20 minute shower, and, yeah. and the heat, it was good showers, and yeah. it was great. And it was right next to the tent, so you didn't have to go far to have them. Nice. And, yeah, nice. it was great. Um, okay, you want to pick another one? Yep, I'll do Sean o the Porno. He's also following on. Apparently, Ironman Germany was not the first place that uh, peeing on the bike is an issue. He said they in Western Australia in 06, they were warned of being DQ'd um, for having a whittle on the bike. Uh, and then when he was actually on the bike, he absolutely went for a pee and was <laughs> coming up to an aid station was, and was praying like anything that he wouldn't get, uh, couldn't get busted. Obviously stuck through. Uh, definitely the worst PC crap watching Kona in 2004 some fat prick official (laughs) on a motor scooter accused me of um, pacing people on the run I was out there with my road bike cruising up and down the Queen K watching people and when I told him I don't know anybody he said if he caught me again he would give a time penalty penalty to whoever I was near WTF I was the one only uh, only one supporting out there um and, have to, and asked him if supporting was a crime. Athletes loved it, so he can take a flying F at, at my rolling donut. Or at a rolling donut. <laughs> oh, there you go. That is a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, Bobby, this one's quite good. Bobby Bostick. Um, that's a great name. Hey, I like that name. Uh, two weeks ago in Singapore, he was at the race. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, yeah, pre-race briefing. And the organisers basically saying, if you've done the first lap of the swim and you don't feel like completing the second, you could actually notify the race official who would then allow you to continue on in the bike and run. <laughs> the way they explained it was that if you could finish the entire swim, then they would st- or if you couldn't finish the entire swim, they still wanted you to be able to experience the thrill of the bike and the run and the finish. But you haven't finished. <laughs> That's why you have. That's right. And maybe the Boston Marathon should skip the first 40k just so people can get through the finish line. That's why you have sprint distance races, Olympic distance races, half Ironmans, Ironmans. If you can't do a half Ironman, you can't do a half Ironman. It's crazy. Because this is a 70.3, so it wasn't just some cowboy race in the middle of nowhere. It's like, wow, that's amazing. I think that would do. Any others that we want to quickly mention? I think it would do for now. No, it would do. Um, A few guys mentioning not being able to run with your top off. Yeah. And uh, I think the, th- the thing is there, you've got to have, it's got to be fair, if, if guys can run with their top off, then why can't girls? So, I mean, I guess you'll, you'll never, they'll never go to the stage where girls can run with their top, so I kind of think that okay. guys probably should have to wear a top. But. Okay, John, but you're a bit more experienced in this world than me, and you've actually written a list, so, you, so you've got a few. You can ask Belinda about my lists. <laughs> I'm big on lists. You like your lists, don't you? So, I think probably the, the most PC thing that's really frustrating me at the moment is... 
there's so much red tape getting put up uh, and events are going down because it's just too hard to run events we we had a a a a road relay over here which basically goes from Christchurch to Akira which is about oh yeah it's a big event yeah Costs them eleven thousand dollars just to do the really? traffic management. And this is just a running race where you run along on the sh- shoulder Side of the road. road. Yeah. It's a relay, so it's like one runner at a time. It's not big bunches or anything. No. And it's just it's going to eleven thousand. That's just to do a traffic they put management plan. And yeah, they put it on. How they made that? And uh, I don't know, but I, I don't know if it'll, it'll continue. So and the problem is that then comes back to the athlete. So mm. to do a race like that, you're going to you know the ten k race is going to cost you one hundred fifty bucks. Exactly. So the red tape there is PCness gone mm. gone gone wrong yep. um, we've already talked about cancelling races when the conditions are, are a bit iffy and I think that's going to extreme so I think that personal responsibility has been taken out of the equation and the race directors are making the decision for people when if you can't complete the race you don't start and, yep. uh, so I'm finding that increasingly frustrating especially when there is plenty of choice for participation events if they want to go and do those uh, and, and uh, the serious ones gets cancelled because they're thinking about the lowest common denominator I get a bit frustrated about that uh, and one other thing that I got told by an athlete that I coach is she was at a race and they almost didn't let her start because she didn't have her passport or something with her in terms of showing ID oh, like really? she had some ID but she didn't have her passport yeah, really? and it's like Come I mean, on. What, what does it matter, really? You yeah. know, as long as you've got some contact details there, and yeah. I think some of that stuff just. I never have it. I'm always winging it. Oh, I've left it. Home. Yeah, but sometimes you get those officials who are just really zealous, and they just go, "No, you cannot do it." My one was probably the guy in I'm in New Zealand. Remember when I did it in New Zealand a few years ago, and the the race, the um, draft buster came up to me and said, "Look, um, you're getting too close." And I said, "Why well, am I close?" He said, "Yeah, but." You know, if you keep it, oh, I can't mention what happened, but he basically was saying he was kind of picking on me. <laughs> I was, wasn't happy. <laughs> but I mean, anyway. you know, things like when you got uh, good examples of where PCness hasn't gone wrong was when you were on the wrong side of the road and yeah. right before, and they yeah. said, "What are you doing there?" And you know, they gave you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So you got to have rules, but you need to have a little bit of flexibility. Yeah, totally. Eh? Yeah. So, good. Uh, okay, so this week's one's brought to you by was it Rich Coleman? Rich Coleman. And what was it? I can't remember. <laughs> Should the cutoff time at Ironman be reduced? Yeah, so he's saying two hours for the swim. Mm. Yep. So yeah, we'll, we'll say should the swim cutoff be reduced? Yeah, we'll just say should, that. Should the overall cutoff be reduced? Do you reckon seventeen hours? Yeah, I think we did that one years ago. Ah, she's before. Did we should we have we done it? Okay, we well, just do the swim time. Should week. the swim cutoff time be cut to two hours? Okay, there we go. Love your work, Rich. That could be controversial. And the yeah discussion this week is brought to you by artoftry.com dot com. We're going to give away a top. We are going to give away a top to Bobby. Give it to Bobby. Yeah, I was going to give it to Porno, but we—he's already oh. got one, is he? No, he, well, he's got one, but he, oh, he probably bought it. Um, <laughs> porno, you, you put it in again in a few weeks from now, Porno. Do a good one, <laughs> Bobby. You get the top. So if you want the top, email us at ironmantalk at gmail dot com, and uh, we'll get that through to you. Yeah, sounds good. Can you keep participating, Porno? <laughs> You'll get there one day, mate. We ditched him from our team last week, and now, now, he's, now he's lost out on the t-shirt as well. He's not having a good time. I love you, Porno. <laughs> Yeah. That's this week's discussion and news. We've got up to 22 minutes. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, good. Here we go. Age Grouper of the Week. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Right, so we got an email through from who was it from? It was good old Ben in Miami. Mm. Ben in Miami? 
I haven't been to Miami. I think Miami's meant to be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, this would be white. Got to wear the Don Johnson things, the glasses, and like oh, the, white, the white nice. blazer. Apparently, that's what they'll wear there too. <laughs> I've still in the old skinny leather ties from yeah. the eighties. Love your work. Well, uh, he's basically sent through a lady called Olivia Jarris. 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 Yeah, yeah, from Louisville. No, I'm Bevan. Oh. <laughs> Kentucky. Why? Because she, besides being a full-time job, 50 hours a week, she takes care of two dogs, popcorn-eating freaky cat. Doesn't sound like much about those. Man, those things have taken a lot of, take a lot of care like children, and they take up a lot of your time. She's going to school and finishing off for MBA and hopefully December 2008, which is soon. On top of this, she managed to get a household all by herself while her husband, Paul, was deployed in Iraq. Man, respect to that, eh? I wouldn't want to go to Iraq. No, I wouldn't want to go to Iraq. Even though he's back, they've just got a uh, new... He's got, blah, blah, whatever. Even though he's back, they've just got news that he's got to go back again oh, next really? year. Oh, doesn't that break your spirit? Um, but that's not why she's the age group. I hung up my bike shorts and shoes uh, for some time and was miserable working from <clears throat> behind the desk at 7am, getting lazier, fatter and unfitter than ever before. Until last year, she signed up for the half Ironman whirlpool and convinced me that I should do it. It made me realise that I was on a path that I wasn't happy with. So I quit my job, started back into training, and now I'm back into getting fit and having fun with the sport. She also got her husband to do the half in Rhode Island this year. So we all ended up racing and having the greatest time together. She's got an amazing drive and contagious motivation that has gotten more people involved in the sport than any other person I know. She always is involved in her community, either as a local cycle event, 10Ks, or just getting down and dirty in some local cycle cross racing whenever I need a little push she's there to inspire I don't know if she, where she finds the time but even though she doesn't post the same times as Paula Newbury Fraser or Chrissy Wellington it's her spirit that is her biggest strength that's why she should be Age. what's your little sister's little sister oh okay oh, well, my little sister should be the age, age group of the week oh, keeping it in the family oh, keeping it in love we are family Oh, that's beautiful. So it's good. You know, get, it is good. Getting people involved is what it's... Uh, you know, no, it's no, obviously no. the elite level, but then getting people who, who are going down the path they're not happy with and getting them involved in the sport's all good. And sharing your passion with other... You know, this is a good... It's a positive energy, isn't it? And mm. to share your passion. And it's quite nice that they've had a shared experience with the you know the mm. husband, wife, and brother. And, oh, a oh, family dinner at their house is good, isn't it? It is. I bet you they don't go, have arguments. Go out for a training ride, come back. Yeah, get like you know, a horse. put on a roast. Yeah, like roast. Roast beef with Yorkshire pudding. Oh, so my mate came it. over from Spain, Fraser, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend Raquel came and stayed in my house for a few days a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And uh, while they're here, we cooked up a roast and pavlova. Oh, pavlova's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a Kiwi traditional, isn't it, eh? Yeah, the Aussies try to claim it. What? They do. Aussies try to claim pavlova. Australia. Australia. <laughs> they yeah, try to claim everything. Made... They try to claim Crowded House. I know that. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> Yes. Let's be honest. He's got a tip here. A race tip. Uh, you know the sponges at the aid stations to cool you off? Always keep one handy tucked in your singlet. Great for preventing Japanese flag syndrome. Right. <laughs> so let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, Olivia Jarris, you, you are our age group of the week. week. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Okay, here we go. I'm going to find some more music. Here's some more music, John. You've been pretty excited about watching TV this week, weren't you, John? Well, I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a big week for TV. Is it? Probably the most watched TV thing ever will happen this week. <laughs> you know, struggling. 
Peter and James Arles is going to be on Channel 3 News. Channel 3 News. <laughs> well, not the news on their morning thing. Oh, I don't watch that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. I don't think many people do, actually, because no. they watch Channel 1, don't they? Yeah, I, yeah. Still, there's going to be... Yep, so this week, I don't know when it's on. I'll let you know. I'll make right. sure you, you know so, so you don't miss it. Yeah. Uh, did an, it's going to be like about a 10-minute interview with them on TV. Right. So they asked me about fitness and stuff like that. And the, the podcast you do with Ish? No, I didn't the get two to, They wouldn't let me plug. Oh, wouldn't they? No. Because <laughs> we're competition, John. Oh. We take away their content time. So, so it wasn't live, so you could say... Uh, no, it wasn't a live feed. No, you tried yeah. to sneak it in there. <laughs> I tried, oh, for fitness and I'm in talk. But no, they weren't... They no weren't plugs. Saying, no plugs. It's interesting that they... Uh... Well, the press wouldn't let me do it either. Really? Yeah, because I said, can we put the website names in there? And it said, no, we, we're not allowed to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, eh? Because mm. we're stealing the content. Well, newspapers are dying. Anyway... We're going to get back to the website of the week. Website of the week, but uh, what's it called? It's called TeamBearNaked.com. Now, TeamBearNaked is a closely knit brand of adventurers who are astonished by the variety of splendid, splendid Mother Nature and furs. These unique 100 uh, runners and triathletes possess a strong passion for their sport and are dedicated to not only representing Bear Naked through their athletic achievements, but they also act as brand ambassadors in their local communities. Who sent this through? Send us, get on to the... Oh, do you want me to actually give me the... Yeah, the, yeah. Okay, here we go. We'll go to... Uh, here we go. Carl... Carl Coleman. He did the... We, didn't he do the discussion this week as well? If he had done the high five, it could have almost been the Calcom show. You see, there's a great company here in the US that's going out of its way to help uh, along other a significant amount of amateur athletes. So it would be great if you could give them a mention and give them a little love back to encourage for the love they are giving to our athletes. And yes, I am one of their athletes. Great. Um, and he also said, I brought my father-in-law some coffees of Hawaii, coffees of Hawaii gift him for his birthday. I'm doing it for Dad for Christmas. Nice. It's a guarantee I'm well, doing it. I hope he doesn't listen to the show because it's not nah, a surprise. No, I care enough. Where's the love? <laughs> I always tell him it happens. So the, what a, the, the team Bear Naked is basically supported by a company that does some pretty cool products by the look of it. So, Carl, if you can hook us up with any of these products, we would love uh, <laughs> it's food, and we do love food, so click down here, Bevan. Oh, you just want the... We're going to be talking about this, but okay, you want to see the food. I want some free stuff. <laughs> okay, well, let's give him the plug so we can get some free stuff. <laughs> so if you go to Be, be Naked... Um, oh, so it's like your, your, your nuts and your fruits and nuts and... Yeah. Scroggin and stuff like that. Pink and protein. Beer, the reason why it's called, I think, beer naked is because they try to keep things as natural as possible. Yeah. As, as little processing. Do you like granola? Oh, yeah. yeah I do yeah, like granola, yeah, right? Yeah. So they've got some granola, they've got a frick granola, they've got a peak protein, they've got a tri- uh, trail mix, and hot, hot cereal. cereal. So probably a porridge type thing. So it's cool. Looks like some, some nice products. Haven't but what they're obviously doing is they're obviously getting a lot of athletes, 100 athletes, which is a big lot to support, isn't it? And they're obviously backing these athletes and trying to really support them. So if you just want to go on and maybe buy some of their product, that's a really great way to do it as well. And they've also got athlete news and updates so you can check out what's happening. And mm. and obviously you can see, well, let's see if we can find Carl on here. Oh, he's not a featured athlete. Okay, Carl. But you well, remember, Carl, hook the boys up. Oh, they've got an athletes only area and we're not allowed on here. Yeah. They've got a little bit of blog and things like that. So. Check it out, teambearnaked.com. Oh, here we go. Let's see if we can find Carl. Well, it depends uh, where Carl lives because it's done regionally. Uh, Sorry, Carl. Carl, you should have given us the link to your one. Maybe you did. Let's have a look. Carl, no. Okay. Sorry, Carl. Sorry, Carl. That is all right. Did I, did I say, Carl, maybe hook us up with some of that stuff? Yeah, if he hooks us up, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> if you hook us up... And you give us enough content, we'll do a Carl Coleman show. <laughs> oh, no, go making promises like that. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four, high five. Who sent this one through, John? 
Richard Marlow. No, he's had, he he he. Uh, no, no, it's he, Thomas Peoples. No, but he's had. He, did, I think his. <laughs> he's been on the show today already, but we'll still do his high five. Okay, it's a beautiful high five. How to start an argument at the tri club or a triathlon internet forum? It's gold, isn't it? Okay. You want to you go one? Number one, suggest that they should make it compulsory to wear a bike helmet when cycling. Oh. <laughs> I was actually, this just does get me a bit wound up. <laughs> See, you're, you're playing the John here. <laughs> it's worked, Richard. I was actually out riding the other day, uh, and at the start of the ride, I, I passed a couple of guys, and one of them was a big big fella, and he didn't have a helmet. And they were moving along quite nicely, and I passed them. They actually caught me up later in the ride, and uh, we're going into Magpie Zone, though. Wait a second, was this uh, Tuesday? Long Bay Crew? No. Okay. No, it was, yeah. I was on Saturday. And so I was riding, I was getting into Magpie Zone area, and I was going, man, I hope this guy without a helmet gets attacked by a magpie. Did he? he didn't. Oh, that would have been a much better story if you could have lied. He fell off his bike. <laughs> so it does... Uh, it does you do get angry because it's that guy who rides around town with long hair. Yeah. And you, you, every time I'm riding with you, Telecom. you get worked up, yeah. don't you? it is annoying. <laughs> what about personal choice, mate? Personal freedom? Well, it's not personal freedom. If they get knocked off their bike and my ACC's got to cover them oh, so here we a vegetable go. in hospital. Here we go. Ask whether it's better to go on a one-piece or a two-piece choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never wanted to wear a one-piece. Porno did oh, oh, when he was yeah. in road. Yeah. Even when you're racing old school. Oh, your speedo days, weren't they? Yeah, they were speedo days. No, never won a one-piece. Have you got one? Uh, no, I've got a point zero three, um, but I haven't got a one-piece. Because your mate does tries, what is it? Oh, Kiwami. Kiwami. Yeah. 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 No, I, I wouldn't wear one because I'd, I'd never do, the only non-wetsuit swim I would ever do would be Kona, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so no need. What about in like a short course? No, it's probably a wetsuit. No. Yeah. It's pretty good with Yeah, anything, anything less than 500, I might not, and then I'd be a case for doing it. But I'm going to try to find a 400 race just to do a try <laughs> Okay. Number three, suggest that Shimano group sets are superior to Campag. Yeah. People do get passionate about their gear, oh, don't no, they? they get, the, the Campag guys are like the, the Mac guys. They're very passionate about it. That's right, because it's a better product. And then when we were in Italy, um, crazy mad Steve who was on... Uh, yeah, yeah. Madman, Mad 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 Steve Law. Steve. Yeah. Uh, his partner, Joe, who was on the camp, she had a camp egg wheel and it, and it broke or something. Oh. And in Italy, we're in um, Verona, and there's like 20 bike shops, and she couldn't get like any camp egg replacements. Oh, that's really? That's a bit oh, weird. That was a nightmare. Okay, okay. Well, that's pretty brilliant. I'm just going to pull page back up. Okay, next one. Uh, state that clinches are way better than tubulars. Yeah, you, again, you get some passionate people either side of that argument. <laughs> nice. Okay, next one. Number five. Ask whether it would be better having a compact or a triple for an upcoming trip to the mountains. <laughs> you would get. My advice there would probably be for a compact. Really? A triple. I'd go triple. <laughs> Just to wind me up. Okay, this one's quite a good one. Number six. Suggest that triathlon is elitist because it's an expensive sport and out of reach for many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> There's so many poor people in but, triathlon. But it has... A, it, it's, Other it's than crazy. the pros. <laughs> I remember when we when I first started, you did get people on all sorts of bikes. Yeah. I mean, you go to most races these days and there's not many ordinary run-of-the-mill bikes. They're yeah. all pretty... Yeah, at least two grand, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, that's our high five. You got nice any others? Work. No, he did send one, one through one other one, but I've forgotten it. I reckon, um, like, talk about Mecca. <laughs> yeah, and things like the, uh, the tattoos. I think gets people pretty wound up. Yeah. If uh, with that, and I think um, 
Any, anything to do with like maybe cut off times, which we got this week? Yeah. People get a bit fired up on that. Oh, it's good times. Rock and roll. Okay, so we're going to put on an interview now. Now it's Michael Hennessy, uh, great guy, great interview. Let's just chuck it on right now. It's uh, inspiration. Here we go. Okay, so on today's show, we have uh, Michael Hennessy from. San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> I almost forgot that already. Uh, some of you guys may not have heard of him if you haven't been checking out the Iron Man site, but there was an, a featured article on him uh, some time ago there. He's basically going around the world, cranking up as many Iron Mans as possible this year and uh, going for a Guinness Book World Record attempt. Yeah. And, uh, but he's also doing it for a very, very good cause as well. So welcome along to the show, Michael. Thank you, gentlemen. So, so you started out obviously with a goal of breaking the record for the most amount of Ironman in a year. First of all, what was the motivation behind doing that? Well, I did my first Ironman uh, about 25 years ago in Hawaii when I was 18. We see that. Yeah, it took took 20 years off and had six kids, and our kids are very healthy. And my wife and I just felt called to help out needy children. We just kept looking around and finally came across try so many babies and their beautiful families and just wanted to create some awareness for them. And so what's the actual cause you're trying to work towards with, you know, your fundraising and stuff? Um, we're just trying to, you know, with the Ironman races to get some attention and obviously doing something extreme like trying to do all of them one year, get some media attention and, and through that try and raise some awareness for trisomy and what it is and the wonderful support groups that are out there to help people out with trisomy babies and their families and um, that's basically what we're trying to do is to create some awareness for them and at the same time raise a few dollars for them to help them out in their cause and we're not trying to fix these babies we're just trying to help them out in the situation they're in. So what is trisomy? Trisomy basically is uh, the body has 23 pairs of uh, chromosomes in our DNA most people are familiar with Down syndrome which is trisomy 21 so on one of those pairs these babies have an extra chromosome obviously the word tri yeah. and then the sport triathlon that kind of comes together. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And so, what's the what's actually? Give me some more detail. What's the effect of a kid who say has less than you know the Downs ones? Um, well, they, there's different. You know, they have their the beast babies have their challenges. You know, each child with the, that extra chromosome causes some some challenges with growth, and and um, some doctors label them not compatible with life. But oh, really? you know these. Yeah, these these children just need a fighting chance, and and sometimes these doctors just want to write them off, and then it'll give the parents the complete, total, package, the whole all the options, and let the parents make the decision on what they want to do, and and it's sad sometimes the doctors want to save some money for themselves or the hospital, and we're saying, hey, hold on a second, these are beautiful babies, and let's let's give them a chance, and let's fight for them, let's just not write them off because you know sometimes the doctors are wrong, sometimes their diagnoses are totally incorrect, and their diagnosis of try th- so many 13 or 18 in the womb is way off base and these children live beautiful lives and so let's like give them a chance oh great is this something you've had you know experience with personally or is it just a, a cause that you found that you wanted to support uh we've had no experience personally until we just kept praying about it and and, and researching it and and saw that, that most people, and, and including myself, had never heard of trisomy. Of course, I've heard of, of Down syndrome, but yeah. sad, the sad thing about Down syndrome, and these children live excellent lives with Down syndrome. They've got their challenges, and they live a little differently than you and I, but you know, they give so much joy and love to the world that the sad statistic now is that Down syndrome children that are diagnosed in the womb, 90% of them are just gotten rid of. They're gone. Really? Never, yeah, it's really, really sad. So. Society's gotten to that point, like, hey, you know, if it's not a perfect child, let's just get rid of it. And we're saying, hey, 
that's not a good thing. Let's let's fight for these kids, you know. Just like an Ironman race, you're gonna have your challenges. You gotta adapt. You gotta change focus. You just gotta keep persevering. So, oh, okay. so obviously, tell us about what you're 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 going for this year in terms of your racing and and what you've done so far. Well, I've done. Uh, I've raced in 14 Ironmans. I've finished 13. Um, I'm trying to do as many as possible. You know, right now on my schedule, I've got like. 18 or 20 races but you know things come up right now i've got a little bit of a sore right knee and so i'm just really just taking it one race at a time and trying to do as many as i can so the objective was to maybe try and get the world record are you, are you still on path for that or are you starting to run out of time or how are you feeling about that uh yeah i'm feeling pretty good about that the i think the present record on the guinness world record site is is 14 oh really from, 2000, oh. from 2004 and i'm at 13 so i just got a couple more to to go past that and then Hopefully, add a few more on top of that in case anyone's dumb enough to uh, try and break this record. <laughs> but but we're reading, when we're reading on the website about it, they're saying there's another guy who's going for the similar record this year. Is he still at it, or what's happened with him? I, you know, to be honest, I, I bumped into him for the first time in terms of talking to him in, in Canada. Yeah. And uh, I, to be honest, I don't know what, what number he's at right now. Um, I know he was he was getting a little tired, and and he was also he was also a little frustrated with with Ironman Corp. They've not been very supportive for he or I, sadly. Oh, really? In what way? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll try and be nice. Um, you know, they they just, uh, you know, you saw my article from Kevin McKinnon on yep. Ironman.com. Uh, and, and it was interesting because uh, a friend in California had suggested that we do an article or they do an article on us. And I thought Kevin hit it spot on, did a spectacular job about the article. and. Yep. Strangely enough, in San Antonio of all places, which isn't you know like Ironman Central to say the least, but uh, there's a lot of good athletes in town. Yep. Strangely enough, I ran into the CEO of um, Ironman World Triathlon Corporation, Ben Furtick, yep. at lunch yep. of all places with my six kids, and I gave him a, a business card and just kept promoting Ironman and all the wonderful things it's doing and how great they are and how I've loved Ironman since I was a kid and. You know, just like McKinnon was saying, anything's possible. Why can't a guy with six kids and yeah, has never yeah. Ironmans in the last 20 years try and break the world record? And, you know, sad to say, he went back to the office on Monday and pulled our article from his site and banished it from his archives. And we'll just keep plugging along without Ben's support. Yeah, well, it's, uh, we, we feel the same sometimes, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so, so you feel my pain. I mean, yeah. Ben's a businessman, and I guess he figures that, you know, doing all the Ironmans one year isn't good for business, and, and I disagree. Yeah, so. there's not a lot of love coming our way from them. Hey, so on the physical <laughs> side of things, um, you know, like, you know, most people doing one Ironman in, in their life's a huge thing. You know, if you did two or three in a year, it's considered a pretty huge year. You know, how are you finding it physically throughout, you know, what, what's the experience like for you? Um, it's been... Um, it's been a challenge, you know. I, I keep looking for that uh, that easy Iron Man, <laughs> so I can you know just kind of take it take it slow that day. And, and there are no easy Ironmans. I mean, you know, you guys have done enough races; they're all hard. You know, whether it's the weather or the course, or in my case, you know, my friends or quasi coaches are like, "Well, you know, take it easy today." And I'm going, "I'm a competitor. I'm not just gonna loaf or sloth or just kind of you know cruise control out there." I just I try and go as fast as I can each day, and depending on how I feel. And so, sometimes that gets me in trouble. So now my right knee's bugging me, and I just gotta take it one day at a time. So. So that was a question I was going to have for you. You know, some people might go out and, and 
attempt a record like this and they basically go through the motions with each race and just aim to be finishing so what you're saying is each time you're on the start line you're trying to go as fast as you can you're not sort of holding back thinking about your next race correct correct yeah i'm just i mean i'm trying to go as hard as i can and within reason obviously i'm not trying to set a a, a pr as you all say a pb yeah and uh you know try and qualify of course you know two races this year i've tried to qualify what in brazil and then again in canada but you know, let's be honest. If you're doing yeah. 18 or 20 Ironmans in a year, you know, and, and asking your body to, to to go under 10 hours in one race is is, is near impossible. So you know, I, you know, it'd be nice. Of course, if I was well funded and had a coach last year, that all would help. But who knows? I mean, I'm just doing the best I can, and you know, it's 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 not getting me to Kona, but. Hey, I've been there once, and that was great. And I'll let everybody else go now. So, yeah. what, what, what about the mental side of things? Obviously, physically, you're you're getting through it. What about mentally? How, tell us about that. Mentally, you know, it's um, it's it's a challenge sometimes to 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 travel. The travel takes a lot out of you. You guys travel a lot, and you, yeah. you probably know what I'm talking about. Going from one security line to the next, and changing time zones, and yeah. you know, some people think it's all exotic traveling and. Like Bevan, I'd rather be home with my family, just hanging out and yeah. training with my mates and, and doing that kind of fun stuff. So, yeah, it's mentally, it's, it's very challenging at times. But, you know, I guess, what is it, um, Paul Newby Frazier put it best about doing Ironman races. It's uh, one of those things. It's, you know, it's a nice catered day, training day with 1,500 of your closest friends. Yeah, be nice. And what's been the highlight of your year so far in terms of the fake best race? Uh, I would say that uh, the Red Man race I just did in Oklahoma City was extremely well run and organized for a race just in its third year, um, going from you know baked potatoes at the aid stations to uh, uh, just all kinds of wonderful stuff and lots of swag, cool bags, hats, shirts, you name it, merchandise at the breakfast buffet at the awards dinner, just a great time. But in terms of overall races, I guess you know Ironman Austria was probably by far the best race. Just the, the Alps are magical. I was just there for two days. I'd just done Ironman Germany, and the people with the race organization was wonderful, and the course is spectacular. It's it's deceptively fast. It's beautiful. It's just, you know, I couldn't complain about Austria if you, you paid me. Well, there you go. We like that. <laughs> so it's obviously not a cheap year. How are you actually funding, you know, because you're obviously doing this for awareness and maybe to fundraise as well. How are you funding, you know, all this travel and this across the earth, how are you managing to pull that off? Uh, to be honest, it's uh, kind of on a wing and a prayer, you know. Really? Most people probably think that we're pretty crazy, but, you know, you know what it's, it costs to get into races, whether yeah. it's $500 to $1,000 per race, depending on what race it is. Uh, it's just one of those things that, you know, we spent a ton of money getting into the races last year, and then the logistics of just paying for the races last year is kind of a job in and of itself. The travel is, is extremely expensive. We picked the absolute worst year to travel with the economy yeah, going yeah, south. Yeah. And yeah. then you go to Europe, and the euro is so strong. And uh, you know, it's you know, my my first finish was in uh, New Zealand there, and just had the best time. And I got taken in by family over there, and and it was my first home stay. Where it's one of those things that you just you know, we find wonderful families for me to stay with, and yeah. they show me the area. And you know, if if uh, if somebody wants to pay me, I, I may just move to New Zealand. It was so great over there. <laughs> 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 just from the training to the aesthetics to the people, you name it, everything was wonderful in New Zealand. And so, do you have someone financially supporting you? Uh, no, it's my wife and I have pretty much uh, wow. blown through our life savings, getting this nonprofit foundation off the ground and doing these races. And we've had a few uh, friends, families, benefactors, people along the way that you know chip in uh, some funds here and there. Um, donations from Air Miles come in handy from strangers. Oh, I was in the nice. airport coming back from Ironman Canada, and 
this lady's husband had just done the race from New York and she gives a $500 donation just because she thought, thought I was crazy. So, you know, I'll pay for that insanity of you crossing the finish line. <laughs> she goes, it looks like these athletes are on crack, you know. <laughs> it's called endorphins, honey. <laughs> are you still getting the buzz? Like, you know, like, you know, you do the Ironman, you get over the finish line and the whole experience is the journey and all the rest of it. Are you still getting the buzz of getting over the finish line? I guess for me personally, it's... it's uh, I get pretty, I don't know about you guys, but I get pretty raw emotionally. I'm a pretty stoic guy, but when I race, I get pretty raw emotionally. And, and, and when I stop to think about the babies and the families that I'm helping, then that, that's what really lights my fire and, and touches me. And I get kind of, you know, kind of teary and soft. And, and so it's, it's different for me. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that each person has their thing, you know. And for me, it's just, it's the cause. You know, I wouldn't be doing this many races and inflicting this much punishment on my body unless it was for a higher calling. And, and, you know, sometimes, like, for instance, Ironman Wisconsin a few weeks ago, crossed the finish line and ran into a lady, and she saw that I was promoting trisomy, and she has a next-door neighbor with trisomy 13. He's 18 years old. Right. He, has his own web- he has his own website, BubbaForPresident.org. He's 18 <laughs> years old, and he's running for president, and his, uh, his, his golden retriever is his running mate, and just the funniest, <laughs> coolest, creative thing I've ever seen. And, you know, and then a young lady uh, who's a, a mom of, of two kids, she lives in Illinois, she was volunteering it in Madison as well, and she liked what I was doing and saw my cowboy hat that I always wear on the marathon portion of the race, and now she's joined our little team trisomy, and she's lost 15 pounds on the way to losing 150 pounds to wow. do her first wow. Ironman. So sometimes you never know who you're going to inspire along the way that, that wants to help out, and, and, and they're, they're obviously changing their life direction into a positive way, and so, you know, whatever way we can help out, more power to them. So. so if people obviously want to um, find out more about what you're doing and, and support you in some shape or form, what's the, the best route to do that? Um, they can go to our website. It's ironman4kids.com, all one word. And well, sometimes I don't know. We've talked this week too, guys. So. Yep, you go. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, some people say, you know, Ironman for kids, they, they ask if it's an actual Ironman race for children. <laughs> they say, no, it's just <laughs> it, an Ironman trying to help kids out along the way. So. Are you getting actually like you know the objective is obviously to raise awareness. How's it going? Oh, uh, it's going awesome. I mean, you know, wherever we go, we get lots of media attention and um, people are very positive. And 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 obviously, you know, we we hit the mark because most people have never heard of Trisomy and don't know what it is and never heard of all these wonderful support organizations all over the world. There's some great ones in the states here. There's some great ones in Australia, New Zealand. They're all over the place and. Uh, you know, we're just trying to be a beacon, a light to shine, you know, some more light on these folks because, you know, some people say, well, it's all about you, Michael. And I said, are you kidding? You know, it stopped being all about me when I had my first child. So yeah. <laughs> now six kids later, my oldest is only eight. We were, we're kind of busy at home. Oh, <laughs> so, so they always ask me, what's your, what's your best event? I said, I'm a great procreator and that's about it. <laughs> What about the family? How are they finding it? Obviously, you being away so much and training, and, and you know your wife's obviously a legend. How are they finding it? Yeah, oh, they're they're wonderful. My wife is uh, an amazing, selfless, incredible woman that just uh, supports me. And you know, we started this together and felt called to do this together. And she's worked with autistic children over the years, and she's great with them. And you know, we just we're doing this together and this foundation together and our children. It's just been a lifetime experience in this just this one year. And, of course, they miss dad when he goes on the road for a couple of days or international trips sometimes take five or six days and they miss me a lot. But, you know, I spend a lot of quality time with them when I'm here training and, you know, I have an office at home and office uh, downtown. And so 
you know, it's 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 not easy, but you know, they know it's just one year out of their lives, and it's a good experience for them, and hopefully, it's planting some seeds in them to to help other people in need and and do some good things. Great, awesome. Oh. oh. Have a great time the rest of the year. And, oh, uh, and make sure you let us know how you go at the end of it. It's, uh, we really. Well, I might have to come. I might have to come harass you guys. I, 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 within my year, I can still try and, and make it down to the. Is it the Wanaka Challenge? Oh, that, when yeah. does your year start and finish? Uh, it started there in, in Taupo at March first. Oh, yeah. March yeah. finished. Yeah. yeah. Malaysia no, was. Malaysia. I made it halfway through the marathon and was just too frustrated <laughs> with too many things. And my wife said. Why don't you just take a nap or walk or do something else? <laughs> I said, "Well, these kids they fall down and they fail and they get right back up." So he yeah. said, "I can't, I can't fly a ho- fly you home because it's too expensive. So you better go to New Zealand and have a good time." Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd imagine the guys down at Challenge Wanaka would be more than happy. To oh have yeah, um, their, their race is uh, mid to late January. We'll be down there. So. Yeah, if you right. make it, yeah, be great. I think didn't didn't one of you guys finish third there last year? The John year, year before, the legend yeah. that he is, you know, the legend that he is. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to have a link through to Michael's site on our website. If you guys are keen to support yeah, him in, any, in any shape or form, obviously, you know, one of the great idea that I thought you had there was there was the air points there. If people can't afford to support you financially, sure. then uh, yeah, there's probably some other angles there. So. Oh, there goes your phone. Oh, so all the very best for the year, and, and please do make sure you let us know how you're going uh, yeah. later on in the year, because we'll be interested to hear how it all goes. Yeah, good on you, mate. We think you're doing an amazing thing. Well done. Thank you. I can't. I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, I, you know, I'm just so busy with everything, and, and a friend of mine, Chris Aroos, he actually finished first at the Redman on Saturday. Oh, well, great. And, uh, He's got a little coaching business called Multi Sports uh, Redline Multi Sports. Sorry, and uh, and I just I've heard of you guys, but I never had the chance to listen to your podcast. So he had them all on his iPod. So I was listening to them onto the road, and you guys got some great stuff. And and I'm impressed with what you guys are doing as well. So keep up the good work as well. well thanks, mate. Well, thanks for your time today. We'll catch up. With You're welcome. Make sure you get out there and support Michael Way because what he's doing is yeah. is an amazing thing, eh? And, uh, Imagine that, and especially self-supported. I know, man. That that'll be what you reckon, hundred grand. A lot of money, a lot of travelling there. Well, 20 races, there's nearly 20 grand there in your yeah. race entries. Yeah, yeah. And then travelling to Europe, you yeah. know, three or four grand every time. Exactly. And then, so, uh, and then you can't, well, I don't know what it does for a job. It sounds like he's not getting any love from WTC in terms of free entries. Yeah, that's really disappointing, eh? Oh, God, yeah. Like, I couldn't believe they took it off the website. Yeah, because obviously he's got the word Iron Man in the, his domain name, Iron Man for Kids or whatever. Was that what it was? Yeah. Uh, it's a bit sad. Uh, it's, it's just we got some news coming up. This guy's this, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's doing something for the sport that's good for the sport, good for a cause. You know, giving up so much of his Promoting life. Promoting races. Oh, and you know, they don't support him. They take him away, and it's like, wow, it's sad. Mm, what's happening sad. to our sport team? What's happening? <laughs> okay, uh, questions and answers. Now, what do you want to do? Want to start? Good day, John and Bevan, or Bevan and John. I'm currently living and working in Saudi Arabia. God knows why other. Other than the money. As you can imagine, life is pretty boring here and I have a lot of time to train. I've just started listening to your shows, which I have a lot to catch up on. And I have just started training for my first Ironman. I'm going to be completing Ironman France next year. I've never done tries before. I was a competitive swimmer for years and I am now 29 this week. Or 29 this week. During listening to your shows, you say that it is not advisable to do an Ironman straight up. But as I have so much spare time on my hands and I am turning 30 in a year, I see this as a great opportunity and a great challenge to start my straight into Ironman. Other than uh, not being the best way, A, should I not do it or should I go for it? If I go for it, do I need any difference in my training? Uh, well, if you've, if you've been a competitive swimmer um, at, at a high level, it's probably 
highly likely that your fitness is really good so it's just a case of uh, providing you can stay injury free and and fit in enough training you should be sweet and you've given yourself quite a bit of time so you know normally i say go on the three-year plan but if you've if you've entered and you want to go and do it i think given you've got a good fitness you'd probably be okay but uh the key thing would be getting your cycling volume up and getting really used to being on the bike because at the end of the day you know you can't anybody can get through the run somehow yeah but if you if you can't complete the bike comfortably you're going to be in all sorts of um all sorts of bother other quick tips is don't go into it too keen like you sound like you're ultra keen which is great but often the keenness at the beginning is where injuries happen because people mm. go too crazy too early and mm. although you know your years enough time you want to build up into that so you condition your body for that kind of high level training focus more on volume and less on speed yeah. and just especially on the bike just try to work out and with running take time to build up your volume and we'll be covering more stuff on training for first timers over the next few months so and, just and keep part, two. part two yeah. um, we'll also need Next week or the week after, we're going to have an interview with Jason Metters, who's a triathlete a lot of you guys might not have heard of, but he's actually based in somewhere in Saudi, uh, so he might be able to give you some tips in terms of local stuff as well. Actually, another, we've got someone else sending us through a question, similar to, well, not about that, but this guy, um, Liam McLee, we had to say that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's in. He's actually living there as well, and he's wondering if there's any place where he can find out about Middle Eastern races. I said K226 maybe, but if you're over there and you've known some races, um, can you send us an email or actually just put it on our athlinks? And if you if you if you search for local triathlon clubs in the in the city you are, there's a good expat communities over there. I remember when we looked at like the Oman. Uh, yeah, triathlon club site. Green sent it through, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And there's also one in Saudi, I think. So I think there's some, some good expat uh, communities over there. He's also got a, a quick question here. Uh, another silly question: Do lycra running try sh- running shorts tops? Sorry, stop nipple chase nipple chafing. <laughs> if I was a chick. That would be very undesirable. My nipples are killing me. Yeah. You can get, what you can basically get is, uh, is yes, they do, they reduce it, but there's still, if you've got sensitive nipples... I don't have that problem. Yeah, no, nor do I, no. often. Um, but when you're running in a singlet uh, that is giving you chafing, you can either put Vaseline on your nipples or you can get you can get little nipple plasters yeah. to put over your yeah, nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when so I teach aerobic options. videos, mm. the ladies I teach them with, mm. most of them are implants, let's be honest. Yeah. And, uh, <sighs> and they wear not much yeah. and they often wear white yeah. and so your nipples yeah. pretty obvious so they wear, they wear them over so you can't see the nipples so much uh, so it's an insider tip for those right. who are mm, oh, nipple perf <laughs> nipple perf yeah. I love how he finished his email with chur, chur which is good old Kiwi chur bro uh, this one's from Steve Bamba uh, hey guys started listening to your podcast fantastic they give me loads of help in listening to you while on my bike uh, which is good couple of questions how the hell can I get into an Ironman? I see next year's are already full. I've done three Olympic distances and finished in the top 100 out of around two, three to 500. Second one, or how do you get into a race? Uh, you can't. If, you can either go in via a lot, uh, charity slot, yep. uh, and that means you've got to raise lots of money. No, or, no, not Kona, just a race. A race. Um, but that's with, with Ironman races, you can do that as well. Oh, can you? Uh, yeah, at a number. And all of, races? Yep, yep. Okay. Not all, but the American uh, ones. large yeah. uh, North American ones. Otherwise, you go to uh, k226.com and you find a non WTC races uh, race, and uh, and they're good. Yeah, that's okay, well, well let's say you really want to do an Ironman one. What, what can you do? You, 
basically most of the time in America you have to be at the race the day after the race. Yeah. Um, you can hope that they're going to leave some for the website, but that seems to be becoming less and less. Less and less. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you could even get a friend to sign up for you if you know someone's going to be there. Yeah. Um, they're saying like in Canada, if you volunteer the year before, mm. then the next year you get a, you, you, know, you get preferential. Your, yeah, preferential, which is really good. Um, other things to think about is maybe travelling overseas to like a New Zealand where there's more chance of actually getting in a race. Um, any other ideas? No, the European ones, you don't generally have to be there. No. Uh, they just open up online, so you've got to be... It's just really the American quickly. ones, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the hell was an age grouper? And ha- oh, I'm actually talking about this. An age grouper is someone who's not a pro at the end of the day, isn't it? Yep. yep. We're all age groupers except for yep. a very small percentage of the field. This is obviously one from a while ago. Uh, this is from Steve. Is it? Oh no, that was Steve. Was that Steve the last one? Yeah, Steve, Steve was the last, last one. one. This is from Mark Sage. Uh, uh, the day you were doing rope, I was doing my first ever iron distance, the forest man, the new forest in England. I was aiming for 12 hours and managed to 12.03, which was just fine from by me, especially with the swim course later revealed to be 300 metres long and the run course within 2,000 feet of hills. Ooh, loved it. During... Due, the, due to life getting in the way, it's not realistic for me to do an Ironman next year, but we'll still be training and have my sights set on going sub-10 in 2010. It's got nothing to do. If you had two years to drop two hours, how would you go about doing it? My times were... Oh, whatever. Uh, do you need more? Uh, st- the times are important. Okay, so times were... 114 swim. But that was 4.1. 6.31 on the bike. And a 4.17 marathon. Do I do more strength work for the bike, more threshold pace, more miles in the saddle, intervals? I was thinking on working on improving speed next Next year and then upping the distance at the highest speed for 2010 Ironman. Your thoughts? Well, he's in London, so that's going to mean that it's unlikely you're going to be able to work on your biking over winter. So, you know, for you to get your time down, I think the main thing you'd be wanting to work on is your biking. Your swimming looks fine. One one fifteen for a swim that's long probably means you're swimming close to an hour. So, yeah, there might be a few little minutes you can gain there, but I think there's a and lot more. And that's just time in the water, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you can gain a lot more on the bike and the run. So my advice would be um, over the winter that's coming, uh, be to focus on on your speed and do uh, do a race race over winter quite regularly and aim for a, maybe a spring peak of a, for a half marathon. Um, so you are trying to get your run speed up. Then through spring, spring probably focusing a lot more on your bike volume, um, trying to do some some big weeks here and there, uh, and obviously maybe may, maybe go away somewhere for a week, maybe go down to Pyrenees Multi Sport, nice. do a bit, of, bit of mountain yeah, work there. Uh, and then over summer, I'd, I'd be suggesting if you know it's it's most likely by the sounds of it a time issue that you can't do an Ironman race, so probably focusing on again your speed and doing short short distance tries, Olympics and sprints, trying to get your um, your speed up. You'd obviously bring your volume down when you do that. Then you go. Um, you've sort of finished off your, your summer season. Then um, try to make use of the weather and the daylight that you've got to sort of finish off your year with uh, again some more bike volume and maybe look to go and do some crazy sort of stuff. You know, some big point-to-point rides or maybe go across to Italy or France and do some some big things there. But give yourself some sort of goal and and basically keep your cycling going until the weather starts to get too crappy and you can't can't do any more and then um, then you're probably going to be forced to, to revert back to a, a winter run focus again and you may also want to do a little bit of gym work over both winters um, to try to sort of increase your strength for the for the bike. One thing you can think of as well is choosing a faster race. Uh, obviously there's a pretty hard race so yep. you know you're 6.30 in a bike if you can lose an hour maybe an hour 15 off that and then maybe 30 to 45 minutes off your run that's where you're going to get your speed mm. and choosing a, a you know, obviously that runs a pretty tough run with 2,000 mm. feet of climbing so 
you know, it's another way of all doing the, all well. the um, well, not all of it. Most of the European races are very fast. Most of the the WTC ones, yeah, Europe, Austria, uh, and Austria, the, Switzerland, Germany. wrote Germany. Uh, they're all fast. You got Challenge Barcelona that's coming up. I'm not quite sure how what what sort of course that's going to be. So lots of options there. Um, and for you, Pommy guys, um, it'd be interesting to know what the latest is on Ironman UK, whether it's moving or not, because a lot of guys were saying that rumours were that it was going to move from Sherbourne. So. We're going to do the last one. We'll do it for next week. Yep, that's fine. We'll save that for next questions. week. Just a couple of quick things. Um, <clears throat> we've done that one, done that one, done that one. Have we got anything else? No. Um, have I got a to-do list, have I? No, let's talk about it after the show. Sorry, okay. I remember to talk about it. Sponsors. Flinks.com. We're going to do a pause. <laughs> Just give me the hand. Here we go. Here's the hand. Batcher for trybuys.com. Other than that? <laughs> what else? <laughs> As I made a cartoon. So I got a little notepad and I did. I took forever. I thought, I thought you went into your art. That's why you. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't flash. It was oh. like. It, it was. It was like turned into a love heart and said something really nice. Oh, and it, it took me hours. And then you flick it and she and she keep with her. I'm very romantic, eh, mate? It's not romantic. That's cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the most romantic thing you've ever done for Belinda? Uh, Try boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, when, when we got engaged, we were on a. Gondola in Venice, and I had her favourite bottle of New Zealand wine and some blue cheese. And uh, it's about so it's, it's a little bit cheesy. Was a bit cheesy. <laughs> cheese is good this time. Okay, so if you're going to, if you want some decaf, now's the time to get it because I've got it out. They've used one of the best companies in the world to actually take the caffeine, caffeine out of the beans, which right. is great. Yep. That was it, the French, whatever it is. And uh, so, yeah, and it is a good idea because if you like coffee, you, there is an effect of having coffee. And if mm-hmm. you have problems with sleeping, it could be coffee. Mm-hmm. And so this is a good option of using it. So I'm going to try to get a sleep doctor on here one day to talk about Oh, really? It. Yeah. There's my parent quite a good one in Christchurch. Really? Are you good? Do you sleep? Uh, usually I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Some people don't. My mum oh, never yeah. sleeps. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, she goes like three hours a night. See if we can get them on. Bugger that for a life, eh? Yeah. Hey, man, I love my sleep. I had some friends around last night. We were having a jam, and then I fell asleep on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, trybuys.com. It is for all your... There's some bloody good deals on there. I was actually just uh, needing something myself the other day, and I went on there. I was sort of looking. I actually need a pair of uh, well, I need some gloves. stuff as well. Oh, maybe you should uh, yeah. chat with Cam. Yeah. I was wanting to get some cycling gloves, and so I wanted to check on there what, what brands they had and so on. And some sales on all the time if you're actually looking for things. Um, yeah. Just go on there, and it was like 40% off um, some Louis Garneau cycling gloves. Really? So get on there. There are some good deals. Obviously, uh, now you need to spend over 500 now for, for getting the free shipping, but that's all good if you get a get a couple of you together, get a couple of wetsuits. Yeah, what's a good idea with that is actually get your, your triathlon club, send out an email, say, look, there's this company that does this, we're going to do a bulk order for the triathlon club, have a look, let us know what you're going to get, and we'll order it as a club. Nice idea. It's actually... That's pretty good. That was good thinking, wasn't it? Just sold that to them. Oh, man, I love it. <laughs> Selling it. So our sponsors are... Athlinks.com For 50,000. Trybuys.com For your triathlon club's needs. And Coffees of Hawaii. Just in case you want to get some sleep at night. Exactly. I love it there. Now... a big show. Now, one thing that we've been getting a few lately, it was just quite cool, is people have been donating to us. Mm. It's been really nice. So, like, mm-hmm. we don't really make a big thing of donations, but people have been donating. We really appreciate it. And we're going to talk about something coming up soon about something we want to do next year that maybe you may want to help support us in. But we've decided, my idea I'm going with. Evans decided. I decided. There's another podcast I listen to called uh, Film Spotting. What they used to do with people who donated is they give them names. Mm. So, from now onwards, if you donate to the show, 
we're going to give you an Iron Man talk name. So, for example, it would be John the Hammerhard Newsom. That's right. <laughs> okay. It does blunder about that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, and then, whenever anything with Iron Man talk, you can do it. And you know what? When we get to do because we're looking at getting T-shirts done at the moment, maybe you can even get your name printed on the back of your T-shirt. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if you donate to the show, do you then get your own Iron Man talk name? If you don't want to be mentioned on the show, you just let us yeah, know. Just say, otherwise, we will mention you. Now, the people who have donated recently, if you can email us and let us know if you want to or not, mm. then uh, we'll give you your name on the show next week. Mm. I'm loving this, mate. It's a great yeah. idea, isn't it? Well, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm on fire for my ideas <laughs> this week, aren't I? Uh, other things, John's coaching website. CoachJohnNewsome.com. No E. No E. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to buy some stuff, go to Amazon through us, which is great. Uh, foreverfitness.me, not you. Me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's going really well. We're number one in health and fitness. Nice. Yeah, and, on iTunes, so nice. it's going really, really well. Um, if actually, if you're in Christchurch, I'm doing a public talk on um, taking training to the next level tomorrow night. So, ring these mills, it's pretty much booked out. But if you want to get along, John. It's important times at the moment. Oh, yeah. He's putting an offer on a house, and next thing you know, he wants to keep the phone. Look, he's getting the phone out. <laughs> you just chat away. What are you up to for the rest of the week, John? Let's have a look. He's, what, what kind of offer did you put in? Are you trying to screw it was, them? It was a little low. Are you trying, little... <laughs> you're trying to screw them? <laughs> There's going to be some screwing going on, I can tell you. <laughs> I don't pay full price for anything. <laughs> so, buying a house. Okay, so tell me about the buying house process. You love it? Ah. Oh. It's all right. We're lucky. We got. We just got out of a multi-deal offer. There was somebody else that had an offer in there as well, and they pulled out. So uh-huh. we scared them off. So we're we've got we're the only ones. And oh, it got multi-deals not good because then they work against each yeah, other. Yeah, they do. So yeah. it's all good. Uh-huh. Other than that, it's uh, my wife's birthday at the weekend. Oh, so we go. Oh, away. So she found a prison. Yep. She got found the prison. I oh, know she hasn't got the prison. Actually, hasn't even turned up yet. I ordered oh. it from. Uh, Why didn't you just send it next time next year? Send it to my house. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. then she can't find yeah. it. So I'm taking her She'll away. Probably break and burgle me. Yeah, could do. Taking her away for the night. And where are you going? Going up to Hamner for the night. Oh, I'm doing a romantic weekend to Hamner yeah. next weekend. And we're leaving Thomas with the parent. The parents oh, for times. the first time ever. Good times. First night away from Turn Thomas your phone off. Yep. Turn your phone. <laughs> 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 He's pulling all over the car. <laughs> So that'll be good, and uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have a, a house to move. Not move into next week, but hopefully we'll be on the roll. Oh, rock and roll. What about you, Bim? Anything exciting? Well, I have got my public talk tomorrow night, and I've got all day tomorrow today to think about that. Um, this weekend, the Warriors. Did you watch the Warriors? I did watch the Warriors. Oh, was that good on what? Quality. Oh, so this weekend's all about the Warriors. Um, and then, yeah, I'm having my romantic weekend next weekend. I'm pretty excited okay. about it, to be honest. Because yeah. You're going anywhere nice? Hamna. Oh, you're going to have Yeah, we're going to do two nights. We're going to leave Friday. She's taking Friday off work. Mm. And then we're going to go Friday, Saturday. Boom, chicka, boom, wow. Nice. <laughs> staying at the Heritage? Oh, I don't like the Heritage. No, it's average. Yeah, are you, are you no, staying there? I'm not staying there, but... <laughs> you know, the Heritage. Yeah. I've stayed there, and I was like, and it's really expensive. And I was like... Yeah. It's crap. Like I've yeah. stayed in better motels in Hemner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there was no... No, I'm not staying there. And other than that, I'm... I finished doing Striding On. Oh, yeah. I've definitely enjoyed that process. Good. So, it's been good. Stridingon.com if you want to go and get hold of that. Yeah, we should really go because I think this is going to be a... Oh, yeah, 12. Yeah, it's our 10. It's solid. It's our stock show, isn't it? Solid. Any gossip? Have you got any gossip for me? No, there's not much news out there at the moment. Really? No, not a lot of news at all. No, that's a... Should be enough for today. Okay, I think we should call it today. We're we're pandering now. I'm in, don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.